0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined by our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing fantastic, had a a good last show, good Tuesday night, very profitable. Uh, Wednesday night, kind of a little little down night, but we're going to bounce back here with it with a big slate here on Thursday night.
2: Boys, I got to tell you something. I got to come out here, to you, to the listeners, because I am a Roman Catholic. And uh, today is Ash Wednesday, which means the beginning of Lent And that means Catholics have to give something up And I'm giving up uh, alcohol as due every year So it's going to be a a long uh, 40 odd days uh, for me Plus a lot less energy than I I usually have on here Um, So uh, bear with me (laughs) We'll see how I do uh, with my sober picking and sober talking But uh, yeah, just full disclosure there
1: Oh man, yeah, that oh, must suck. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be tough <laughs> to do, y'all. We'll, we're here for support, Joel. You know, if you need uh if you need an outlet, by all means. <laughs> yeah. If you want,
0: if you want us to uh, drink one for you, just let us know.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys are rotten. <laughs> Gutless play. Eh? Um, all right, before we get going, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to read. There's going to be so much shit going on, and guarantee. Content-wise, uh, March Madness, boys, that's kicking off pretty soon. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Get all your picks in. Massive golf tournament going on this weekend with the Arnie Palmer uh, Invitational. All the NHL picks will be posted up there. Uh, I would say baseball is getting ready to go, but that league just can't get their shit together. Shocker. It seems like those guys are on strike every fucking year. Um, But, yeah, man, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, And as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals at the fucking Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, Uh, especially the hockey group, man. It's been popping off the past couple days, you know, good and bad, but there's still uh, lots of content going around, lots of fun. Ryan's always throwing in live bets and stuff. I've been firing up the KHL picks since that league started up the playoffs about two days ago. Uh, Jolie's always in there talking shit, you know, stirring the pot. So get your ass in the Slack. Uh, It's an absolute blast. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group.
0: Yeah, I, I tailed one of those uh, 3 a.m. Ru- Russian hockey plays last night. I ma- made some money on it, so thank you for that one. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big month here for the Sports Game Podcast Network. We've got March Madness. We got the USFL coverage continuing. You said a golf. I mean, baseball. We have some college baseball stuff out there. So make sure you check that all out. It, huge, huge uh, month of the network. So, uh, and also subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast if you haven't already. If you have Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. We, we had a, no new one for this week. So uh, we'll have, have a few more ready ready for next week. And make sure you follow the Twitter account. We're tweeting out some, uh, hopefully some graphics soon on there. Maybe get some, some t- tidbits from the podcast. Follow us there at hockey sgpn
1: all right fellas we'll move into our uh, last show's mortal locks uh, dogs and total discussion here uh ryan man you did some work buddy why don't you kick Ooh, us off
0: yes i did do some work didn't i for once <laughs> on my lock i had the uh golden knights puck line plus 110 against the sharks it was uh it was tough there my uh, sphincter was definitely puckered there towards the end but they pulled it out <laughs> sharks had the goalie pulled for like two minutes and they couldn't hit it but they were, they were up right through already so so that hit uh, my dog I had the flames on the puck line plus 220. easy win there, five-1 over the wild after already beating them two days be- a few days before. Fortunately, my total, I had the senators lightning under six. The senators scored in their first two shots and then didn't score nothing else, but still the lightning put up five, so lost that one, but still a, a great night for me there, two and one with hitting some two two plus odd plays.
2: Uh, for myself, I had the Oilers minus 155 against the Flyers. Um, Mikko Koskinen got the start. I thought it would be Smith, but it was Koskinen. Good thing too, because he was uh, immense. He stopped 39 uh, shots. Um, and uh, yeah, the Oilers were, uh, it was a pretty equal, even game from what I saw, but uh, better goalie prevailed there. And my dog was the Canadians against the Jets. Uh, it was a wild game. Uh, they were down 4-0, and then they came back 4-4, four, four, but ended up losing 8-4. I mean, they were the better team in that game, from what I saw. Uh, but uh, fucking, uh, we didn't get the hamburger net. We got uh, Montembeau, so I got screwed in that one. Uh, I think you could have uh, saved a few more there. And <laughs> my total was the uh, Devils Blue Jackets over six and a half. And that was the easiest to bet on the board, really. Um, Which just popped up right away. Minus 105. That, that, that seemed pretty easy. I mean, the, the Devils, I think they're on a 25 and three run goal in the first 10 minutes it's it's pretty nuts. Oh, so many shit it is oh, uh yeah the the odds just keep getting higher and higher for that though it's like minus 180 every time now um <laughs>
0: uh,
2: but yeah over six and a half easy one there uh four three i think is the final for the check it's
1: all right, I'm the only one that missed my lock here. I had a Minnesota money line versus Calgary minus 110. It was supposed to be a pick'em. I think both teams were paying off minus 110 at the time we recorded it. Uh, truth be told, I thought Minnesota was going to put up more of a fight, especially at home with their kick-ass home record. Uh, they didn't stand a chance, man. Calgary ran them into the ground. Uh, Calgary's the real deal, dude. They've been uh, they've been shaping up to show that they're they're pretty solid out there in uh, in the Pacific and looking to do some damage. Um, For my dog, I made up for it, though. I had Anaheim Moneyline versus Boston, in plus 170. It got a little scary there. Boston came back to tie it up a little bit. But the Ducks prevailed. I called it. The Bruins were too busy doing a bunch of fucking blow in L.A. the night before. Couldn't handle it on the back-to-back. Um, But for my total, I had Carolina-Detroit over six, paying off minus 115. Game started off pretty slow, man. I think there was only one goal uh, after the first period. But it ended up uh, hitting for me, so... I know we'll get a little bit lucky there on that one, but I'll take it, right? I think it went to overtime, actually, right? It was three-three going in there, so the uh, the overtime goal <laughs> helped out for sure. Uh, as we ended up on the day there, I was up zero point uh, five seven units. Ryan was up three point four units, doing some damage, buddy. Claw on your way back. Uh, Jolie was up one point two four units as well. So a pretty positive day for the boys all around, eh?
2: Yeah, it was finally good, good to see us all, all get uh, in the black there yeah there's somebody holding us back <laughs> somebody <laughs>
1: all right we'll uh move down to our nhl news discussion topics this show truth be told guys we don't really have a lot going on so we got one little uh cool little piece here we'll get into and then we're gonna try something a little different you know it'll be quick but we'll get to that when we get to it uh the one piece of news we do have duncan keith uh, set to return to chicago for the first time um what, he played there for about 13 years or something like that? Maybe 13, 15 years, won three Stanley Cups with the team. So this will be a be a pretty big game for Keith.
0: Yeah, it's always cool to see someone go back like that, especially someone that was an integral part of a team's Stanley Cup run or multiple Stanley Cup runs like, like Keith was. You know, he's, he's not the player that he once was, but he'll go back to Chicago, get a long-standing ovation, and he definitely deserves it.
2: Yeah, he almost uh, missed this game, too, because he was injured recently, but uh, he came back on Tuesday, so uh, no worries there. Uh, yeah, not much else to say, just uh, it'll be good for him to get back to his old team there, his friends, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, hopefully he's uh, good to go because I think I'm going to be on the Oilers in that game.
1: Now, Keith's uh, never really been to, I shouldn't say never really, but he's not much of a goal scorer these days, eh? especially as a strong power defenseman. Maybe sprinkle a Duncan Keith anytime goal scorer, man. It'd be playing off well. Uh, The hockey gods work in mysterious ways, y'all. I'll probably throw a half unit on that just for shits. Uh, Alright, boys. That's it for news. We got something a little bit different we're going to try here. Alright. So Toronto Maple Leaf fans are absolutely fucking insane. Most of us are absolutely dumb as shit. Most of the time, they don't know what we're talking about. Most of the people not knowing what they're talking about are like 50 years old. With that being said, I'm in a Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, just a fan group on Facebook, and I, I had to share this with you guys. Some of the fucking trade comments and trade proposals I see are absolutely out of this world. So I scrolled through before the show. I found three of them, and I just want to read them out loud. We'll go one by one, see what you guys think of this, okay? We'll start things off here. I'll read the quote. I'm not gonna say these people name people's names. I shouldn't out them. I've been saying this all year long. Josh Anderson is a stellar player. We need to trade Mitch Marner for Josh Anderson. <laughs> what do you think, gentlemen? One for one, Mitch Marner to the Habs within the division to a lifelong rival for Josh Anderson.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know think it. even Mark
0: Bergervan makes that trade. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that can go wrong, you know?
1: <laughs> All right, we'll move down here. This is one just from tonight, posted an hour and a half ago. Ilya Sorokin is signed to the same length as Peter Marazic and a similar cap hit. I wonder if we can get him for Mirazik and three first round picks. (laughs) What are your
0: thoughts, boys? I took a sip of beer, as you were saying that, and, and I almost spat it out when you said the three first round picks. I thought it was just going to be one for one, and that's already bad enough. But just adding in the three first round picks that the Leafs may not even have, who knows, just to, to upgrade to Sorokin.
1: <laughs> all right, this uh, this last one here, Jolie, this one's for you, buddy, all right? All right. And I had to say the best for last. Fuck this team. William Neilander and Morgan Riley for JT Miller and Quinn Hughes. What do you think, Joel?
2: <laughs> Sign it. Sign the deal right now. <laughs> Make this guy the GM. Fuck Kyle Dubas. It's... I don't
1: I don't see Quinn Hughes being moved fucking ever, dude. This is absolutely insane. This is why people hate Lee fans, right? I get it. I fully get it, man. Like honestly. If you're in the slack and you're going to give the Leafs shit, I, I understand. When there's shit like this going around, fuck, we deserve it. All and
2: right, for boys. uh for you too. you you're turning this podcast into uh, your own soapbox. So you're, the Leafs are taking over this shit, too. Is I right?
1: know, I know, and I try not to do it. That's two in a row. I won't touch the Leafs until the trade deadline. I promise you that, okay? We're done. We're done. I'm not going to get all into good, shit tonight. It's all
2: good. The Leafs sell, right? The Leafs sell.
0: Right? Did you guys hear that Winbet has a massive college basketball contest? The grand prize winner will receive a reserved seating area for four seats at the world renowned Win Las Vegas Race and Sportsbook for the early round action of the college basketball tournament on Thursday, march seventeenth and Friday, march eighteenth, as well as two rooms at Win Las Vegas for a two night stay. In addition, they will be awarded with the one thousand dollars in free bets on Winbet. Any WinBet patron that places a minimum $25 wager on college basketball during the promotional period will become eligible for the prize, and players can take advantage of the offer immediately. There is no limit to the number of entries that a patron can receive into the grand prize drawing. For example, if a patron wagers $1,000 on college basketball during the promotional period, they will receive 40 entries. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are available at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP.
1: All right, boys, that covers what we got here. Uh, fuck, what do we got? We got nine games on Thursday. Holy shit, boys. Nine games for Thursday tomorrow. Are you ready to go or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, Just trying yeah. something new. Trying <laughs> something new here. Come on. <laughs>
1: Kool-Aid man over here. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, all right, for the nine game slate, we got th- on Thursday. What's the date? It would be Thursday, March the 3rd. Uh, kicking things off at the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh Carolina on the money line is paying off minus 135. Washington on the money line plus 115. Uh over under is currently sitting at six. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh I don't know, boys. Like I, I feel like you gotta take Carolina in this, right? Like the Canes obviously are the better team. Not to say Washington's bad. But uh, goaltending-wise, you know, there is a bit of an issue there in Washington. I do like the way Anderson has been playing, although I think Carolina's on the first night of a back-to-back here. Yeah, they got Pittsburgh the following night, so this this could be a toughie, man. I don't know. With that being said, I'll take a gamble. I'll take a flyer out here on uh, Carolina on the money line, minus 135
0: you, said it's the first half of back to so backs. You you got to make sure it's Anderson in that because we've seen Ranta kind of be be a bit more shaky, but still you have to you have to look the Hurricanes way here. They've they've won five of their past six. They had a tough uh, overtime loss in Detroit there, but they've they beat some some decent teams recently. Beat the Oilers, beat the Blue Jackets when they were hot. So in the Caps, they just have not been impressive at all. They lost to the Flyers, lost to the Leafs, lost to the Rangers, lost three in a row there. So. You have to look Carolina's way, especially if Frederick Anderson's playing. I also do like the first period under one and a half. You can get it at plus 105. Uh, It's gone under one and a half in 12 out of the past 15 Hurricanes games. So they've been kind of coming out of the gates, clamping down on defense, and you can see a a low-scoring first period there.
2: I'm on the Capitals for the... I'm on the Canes here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first sober pick the guy makes. And holy yeah. shit.
2: I had it muted there. I, I, I fucked it up twice even. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on the Canes here as well. Uh, I know they're missing Tony D'Angelo. But they they got a lot of depth on the back end. Uh, of course, they got a the very stingy PK. Best in the league, actually. And the, the Capitals power play isn't what it used to be. They're bottom uh, 27th in the league now. And... Uh, Ovechkin hasn't been scoring lately. Uh, they are playing good defense, which is why I also like the under. But uh stronger play is also on the on the canes here. And, although Anthony Mantha might be coming back for the caps. That that's uh that could give him a big bump. But um, all that said, uh, give me the canes. Canes all the way here.
1: Everybody right there with you. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Minnesota Wild against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Uh, Minnesota money lines paying off minus 210. Philly on the money line plus 180. Big dog. Uh, Min- or, yeah, Minnesota on the puck lines paying off plus 112. Don't know what the extra two points are doing there, but that's okay. Over/under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Ryan, what's the word out of Philly, buddy? What do you see going on here?
0: I'm honestly surprised this line is so low. I guess it's because Minnesota's been losing. They lost four in a row, but they lost twice to the Flames, who are one of the best teams in the league right now. Lost to the Leafs and kind of had a tough loss to the Senators, but they outshot them by nine. But the Flyers couldn't score against Edmonton, who was probably one of the worst defensive teams in the league. I mean, Koskinen did play well, but the Oilers were definitely the better team in that one. Flyers lost six or seven of their past eight. I mean, this is just the perfect spot for the wild to get back on track here. So I like the wild here to get it done, possibly on the puck line, plus 112 or, or in regulation. You can get that probably around minus 140. Definitely looking the wild's
2: way here. Right, yeah, this is a, a good by low spot for the wild. Obviously, they're a much better team here than the Flyers and a much healthier team too. We know of all the uh, Flyers injuries. Uh that dumb though is a bit of a loss for the wild. Yeah, that's that's a big reason why they haven't been playing as well lately, but still only minus 200 or so. That that's that's the way you gotta look. Uh I see regulation price at around minus 130, actually. That that's something I already bet. So uh yeah, I'm gonna go chalk here again with the the wild.
1: Yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh wild and regulation has to be the pay. I love that, especially if it's paying off minus one thirty. Um also might be kind of ballsy, might be kind of dumb. You won't know until after the first period, but I'm kind of leading the under in this game at six, paying off plus 100 here. Uh, obviously, you expect, you know, Minnesota to score, but Ryan, you touched on it. Philly couldn't even score against Edmonton, man, so that's uh that's kind of intriguing right there. Do you really see Minnesota going in and putting up, like, a six spot or a five spot? Potentially, but uh, I'll sprinkle a little bit on the, on the under. Uh, Moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Ottawa money line paying off plus 330. Florida on the money line minus 410. Uh, Holy shit, that's big. Florida on the puck line paying off minus 160. Over-under is currently sitting at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. So let's face it, there's no real point in betting anything. I guess maybe Florida puck line to get any money. Uh, you could take Ottawa as a dog if you think that they can kind of take down, you know, David Goliath's story here. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Florida team total might be the play. I also do like the over in this game. You know, what do we see? Ottawa put up some points against Tampa. They scored too early in that game. Uh, so the over sitting at
0: 6.5. I think that's, yeah, uh, so that might be the way I'm leaning. Yeah, that, that might be the way to look here. I mean, maybe, maybe we are just throwing half the unit on Ottawa. On uh, at plus three thirty, someone in the Slack. I think it may have been Beijing Wings. I'm not sure exactly who said. Just throw oh, half on. Was it Sharky Sharpie? that said? Said sharp just sharp one sharp shark. I mean, it's a sharp point by him. So yeah, it's just throw throw something on all these big dogs. Maybe they'll win. I mean, Florida's lost three in a row, all, all at home. Ottawa Ottawa came out hot against Tampa Bay, then got kind of got nothing there. But Matt Murray has been playing better. Um, the over is probably a good look. I also don't mind the first period over. Florida's had 26 goals in their past 10 first periods. Uh, Ottawa's had 16. So you can get that probably, I'm seeing it here, over 1.5 at minus 170. get the over 2 plus 100 and maybe try to get the uh, three goals there in the first or just the over in the game completely, over 6.5 at minus 120.
2: Yeah, it's a Panthers game. So the first place you look is the over uh, 32-19 for the season over to the under. And uh, it's a home game too, and they they just uh, score goals for fun here. Bobrovsky's already confirmed in net, so he, that's, that's a little concern. I mean, you'd rather have uh, um, Knight or there are another backup in there. Uh, it was, oh, was it Johansson? I think yeah. That that'd be nice for the over two, But even with Bobrovsky, he's not he's not perfect. Uh, yeah, we'll see if he goes against Matt Murray or whomever. Uh, it doesn't really matter. The Panthers can score on any goal in the league, so. Yeah, maybe the, the Panthers team total. That's probably at four and a half. But uh, still, yeah, you, you got to look at the uh, the over here. I'm not as confident as as you guys in the the sends to be pesky here. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> might be asking a lot. Uh, yeah, just just goals for me. Goals here, uh, all the way.
0: Yeah, for I mean Florida. Sure. Florida team total might be the better look. And it's worth mentioning Ottawa already won once in Florida, 8-2 back in December. So Oof. I
2: mean that plus 330 look could be worth it. Panthers aren't a losing streak, right? they have lost three in a row, right? Yep. Yeah, so we gotta get back on track here. I was just Four saying they gotta be catching. licking
1: their they gotta be licking their chops at this game, man. Like mm-hmm. fuck.
2: Uh
1: all right, boys. Moving on to 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Fuck boys, this might be game of the night. This looks pretty sick, eh? Uh, Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh money line paying off plus 150. Tampa Bay on the money line minus 170. Over under is currently sitting at six. Uh, Both over under paying off minus 110. Oh, shit. I don't know. Like, tip. Part of me wants to say, okay, let's take Pittsburgh as a dog plus 150. Like, that's on real money, right? They could easily, I shouldn't say easily win this game, but they have just as good of a chance of beating Tampa as anybody else in the league. But, boys, these Bolts are on a five-game winning streak, and they've looked pretty goddamn good when they've been doing it. I like Tampa on the money line, paid off minus 170. Also, potential for a goalie game here, man. Tristan Jari's been pretty hot lately. Tampa Bay with Andre Vasilevsky, obviously best goalie in the world. He can steal a game whenever he wants potential goalie game here uh yeah maybe i'll take the under six at minus 110 i believe pittsburgh is on the first night of a back-to-back as well both teams are playing friday as well so that doesn't really matter uh yeah man fuck it give me tampa monday line 170 give me the under six minus 110
0: i think the obvious thing is kind of to lean tampa's way they they won five in a row uh, six of seven Won eight of their past ten, with their only losses being in Colorado in a game that they could have won. They also lost in a shootout to Vegas. So, I mean, they're playing really well. But you look at Pittsburgh; they 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 won their last two games, had a, had a few tough losses before that, but in their past ten games, they're right up there in expected goals for percentage. They're seventh in the league. Tampa's fourth in the league in the last ten games. So. This is like a huge price here, minus 170. I don't know if I'm comfortable paying that. So if I were to take a side, it it would be Pittsburgh, just plus 150. I think that's a a great price for them. I do have in my notes here a potential pass game. And it is the first game of the back-to-back for both of them, like you said. So definitely check the goalie matchup. If it is Jari versus Vasilevsky, I I could see a goalie game just like
2: Talon does. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound (laughs) of a goalie game. Assuming, of course, both these goalies get the start because uh, I don't want Brian Elliott and Casey DeSmith. Uh, I don't <laughs> want under seven if those are the two starters. Uh, yeah, yeah, these are both uh, very strong defensive teams, both elite goalies, and um, I think it'll be a tight checking affair, uh, kind of a playoff type atmosphere. Um, I also, t- I also like the the Penguins here. Uh, Plus one fifty is just too much. It's a little disrespectful to them, so I will take that uh, that that dog money. The, the line is just uh, too high. I think it'll come down, so I will bet that. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I got to check the goalie matchup though. You don't want to Smith it against Vasilevsky, <laughs>
0: uh,
2: right? So that gets conditional here. But uh, yeah, assuming Jari starts, all over Pittsburgh, all over the under.
0: I think it should be Vasilevsky because they play Detroit on Friday, but Pittsburgh goes to uh, Carolina on Friday, so they could. Could go toss up there for for Jari or Desmith. I, I don't yeah. think anyone's confirmed yet. The You'd Penning's like to think
2: played uh, Jari on on uh, both games, but back to back too, so that's possible as well.
1: Now yeah. you would like to think if Tampa is playing Vasilevsky, they would go with Jari, right? But could go either way, man. Tampa and Carolina both pretty good teams, so Pittsburgh's got their work cut out for in the next two days. Uh, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. slot here, we got the Vancouver Canucks against the New York Islanders. Didn't this game just happen? Uh, this time the game itself is in New York. Vancouver money lines paying off plus one hundred. New York on the money line minus one twenty. Uh, over under sitting at five point five. Over paying off plus one hundred five. The under minus one twenty. Uh, Joey, what do you got here, bud?
2: Well, the Canucks have been a bit of a wild card team lately. I can't quite figure them out. Like uh, they they play like gods one game and then total trash the next. Um, I mean, Elias Pettersson had his best game in like two years the other night against the Flames, but then. Uh, Kind of shut down after that and before that, but uh, yeah, I mean he, he can he can fire up and take this team. I I really don't have a strong play in this game. The, uh, I mean Islanders are coming off their uh, long road trip. Uh, I usually like to fade that angle, you know, when they get home and all that. But uh, yeah, I'll just uh, play Vancouver as a lean here, soft lean to the Canucks.
0: I'm leaning hard into the Canucks here, baby. It's, you got Thatcher Demko here. Canucks are kind of on a roll when he's in net. They've, I mean, they lost 7-2 in New Jersey. That was on the second half of back-to-back. You had Halak there. Uh, since the All-Star break, they've only lost three times. Twice was with uh, Halak starting. So Demko's been really good. And like you said, Islanders are coming back home after a long road trip. They They played hard in Colorado, kind of blew that lead in the third period. So demoralized after that. I mean, kind of a, a long long ride back for them. So I, I like Vancouver here, even at just a, a slight dog, if you can call it that, at plus 100. I also don't mind the over 5.5 at, at plus 105. Uh, there were nine goals the last time these two teams played on February 9th in Vancouver. Islanders won 6-3. Uh, they've had six straight over games for the Canucks, seven in the past 10. The Islanders have been up and down recently overall, but they've been playing a lot of high-scoring games. Uh, four of their past five games have gone over 5.5, so... Even with them on net, I, I have to go with the, the plus money for over five and a half. And I, I also love the Canucks at plus 100.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you there, boys. Well, Canucks plus 100 might be the play here. Uh, Joel, you touched on it. New York on a long road trip just coming back from that. You know, finally getting to sleep in their own beds, getting a little bit comfy. You know, a little, uh, a little too cozy for my liking at home after a long trip. So give me the Canucks here, plus 100. I like it. Uh, Ryan, you touched on it too, man. Last time these teams played, there is what, nine goals. So the over at 5.5 isn't definitely out of the question. Although, you know, Demko's a great goalie. You know, Sorokin, potential former future Leaf. If he does play, he could be good too. Uh, uh, fuck it, I'll take the over with you guys. Let's go.
0: There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out StableDuel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at stableduel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play race win.
1: Uh, moving down to the 830 p.m slot here, we got the edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Return of Duncan Keith like we touched on earlier. Game itself is in Chicago uh, Edmonton money line paying off minus 150 Chicago money line plus 130 uh, Edmonton on the puck line is paying off a nice plus 165 over under sitting at six both over and under paying off minus 110 oh I don't know here boys this one you know what there's been a lot of talk in Edmonton's camp like oh Mikko Koskinen is playing pretty well lately oh Mike fucking Smith's playing pretty well lately i don't see it happening give me chicago as a dog at home plus 130 on the money line i love the blackhawks in this play here i don't know man i think edmonton might fall out Uh, they're not really even i know i think they're in a wild card spot right now but this is a team that has potential to miss playoffs man the uh the uh western division it's there's a pretty big race going on there so i think uh i think the oilers might be the odd man out come the end of the year here i like Chicago. Give me the fucking Blackhawks plus one thirty on the money line.
0: I know Joel's given up alcohol for Lamp, but it sounds like you've been, you've had a little bit too much tonight, Talent. I mean, <laughs> how, how can you like how can you like the Blackhawks in this game? I mean, they've lost four of their past five. Their one win was high scoring against New Jersey, Edmonton. I just saw them in person. They're really impressive. Their last three losses were against Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Edmonton. Chicago is not those teams, so. I'll leave the uh, nerd stats to Joel, assuming he has them as well, because the Oilers are a lot better than the Blackhawks recently. Yeah, This is really really low line for the Oilers, so I love them here at minus 150. And the puck line at plus 165 could be be worth it, too.
2: No stats. This is all about the line. Uh, We just saw the Oilers be, uh, what was it, minus 155-ish against the Flyers and uh, uh, minus 150 against the Blackhawks. Uh, you know, I don't think the Blackhawks are uh, <laughs> are deserving of that that much credit there, that, they, that it should be <laughs> the same same line there as the Flyers. Uh, if anything, it should be worse, I think, the way, way they've been playing. Um, and uh, the Oilers are getting guys back. We saw Yamamoto and Duncan Keith come back at a schedule last game, so that helps too because they, they have a few other guys missing, and the Blackhawks will be getting some guys back, admittedly. Uh, likely Taves, maybe Tyler Johnson, and I think Calvin DeHaan as well. But uh, that said, I, I think that those guys have been out for a while, especially uh, um, Taves, and I think Tyler Johnson was missing a lot, a lot of time too. So uh, they could be rusty. Counting on that, and counting on Duncan Keith that a big game as well. But I don't know if I'm playing them anytime goal scorer like Talon. There, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe some goal block ball. shots. Yeah, some DFS stuff. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's it's the third best power play in the league against the 28th worst penalty kill. So yeah, huge matchup advantage there for the Oilers uh, and the, the line should be more than. I mean, I got it already at minus 140, so it's uh, it's already on the move towards a more correct spot. But even at minus 150, uh, I like it a lot.
0: All right, let, let me go nerd stats in here. Then uh, over the past 10 games, the Oilers have the sixth best expected goals for a percentage of five on five. Blackhawks have the fifth worst. Expected goals for a per 60. Oilers have the second best behind only Florida. Chicago has the second worst. So Edmonton, as long as Koskinen starts, I love them here. Even if Smith starts, I I probably lean that way.
1: You guys are in for a rude awakening, baby. You you two fucking Bearcats, you're all in for an awakening. Chicago is going to get this win. Just you wait. Uh, Moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Boston on the money line, paying off minus 103. Vegas on the money line, minus 117. Damn, those are weird odds. Uh, Over-unders paying off 5.5. Over-paying off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Oh, shit. I don't know here, boys. Like, fuck, are either of these teams on a back-to-back here? Let me look. Let me look. Uh, Vegas is on a back-to-back. Vegas has the Ducks the next night on the Friday. Woo! Fuck, I love Boston in this game. Give me the dirty Bruins minus 105. I want to see Jack Edwards just high as shit in Vegas broadcast in this game. I'll fuck. I'll take the Bruins just for that. Bruins, Jack Edwards, stoned as a bunch of goats. Fucking Brad Marchand doing some dirty shit in Vegas. Oh, you know, he's going to be greasing up the wheels and loving it. I love the Bruins on this play.
0: I'm right there with you. The Boston one what's that five in a row before losing on the back-to-back to Anaheim and Zegers scored in the final minute there to win it. Who knows what would have happened to went to overtime. Vegas finally got a good win there against San Jose, but only by two They're they're still uh five losses in their past seven games. Actually, their only two wins were against San Jose. So, I mean, they're not really playing well right now. Uh Pacioretty is questionable. So if they get him back, it would be a big help, but, I just I love Boston here. I feel like even on the road, they've played some good road games. They beat the Kings seven nothing. They won in Seattle. They won in Ottawa. Uh, they won in San Jose. So I think Boston here at minus 103. If you see them at plus odds, it's even better. But yeah, I kind of I love Boston here in, in in Vegas.
2: Yeah, no doubt they're having a uh, a great road trip. Nice little stretch here. Um, and the Golden Knights, they're they're struggling uh, to adjust with. Uh, stone out, I think Pat Shreddy might be out too, right, so yeah, Eichel is uh, not fully acclimated yet to the team he's still, uh, he's he's playing hard I guess, but uh, he's, he's not quite himself yet, uh, we'll see if he gets there, but I, I love the Bruins here as a dog, uh, but the stronger play is uh, over 5.5 at minus 115, because uh, yeah, I say it almost every episode, uh, the Knights are you yeah, have a crazy uh, expected goals, crazy expected goals against. I think they're number five expected goals for, and uh, number seven and, and worst expected goals against. So they're uh, with the likes of the Red Wings, and the Coyotes, and the, the Jets in that little cluster. So uh, not good there. So uh, there should be some goals scored here. Uh, I don't know if uh, Lannert's going to be playing. I guess he played the last game, right? So he should be back in net. Um, And, uh, oh, Mark too, he's no, he's no genius in that either. So I like the, uh, over here. I don't see these, uh, there's not a goalie game. (laughs) Dude, we don't, we don't have an opposite goalie game sound yet, but we'll, we'll be working
1: on that. Uh, boys, before we move on here, I gotta say, give me a Knights Blackhawks or sorry, a Bruins Blackhawks parlay. I'm going to be fucking all in on that. Let's go, baby. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot, we got the Colorado Avalanche against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Uh, Colorado on the money lines paid off minus 420. Blaze it, baby! Arizona money lines paid off plus 335. Colorado on the puck line minus 160 over under. Sitting at 6.5 Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Joey, what have we got here, dude?
2: Well, I was impressed with the Avs uh, last game against the Islanders. Uh, I said the last episode that that's the kind of team that usually beat us. Uh, it's a good sign for the playoffs, too, because more teams are going to be playing that way. Uh, and it was a nice comeback win, too. I mean, I bet the Islanders, but I was still happy to see the win. And, uh, yeah, the Coyotes are, are not the Islanders. Um, they're hardly an NHL team. Though they uh, they haven't pesky, I guess, at a few spots. I think they they beat the – did they beat the Avs that one time yeah i think they did yeah that was the biggest biggest upset in like five years or something like that so <laughs> the Avs aren't gonna be looking past them they're gonna be they're gonna be crushing them uh, minus one and a half what's the line we got here uh minus 160 yeah absolutely bettable. um yeah the, the Avs are gonna roll here we we know how good they are and uh how bad the coyotes are so yeah i know it's 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 the the dog days we are still in the dog days so some of these uh, big favorites can slip up and not perform, but I don't think that this is one of those spots. Give me the ass all the way.
0: Yeah, we got uh, our good friend v- Vegemalka starting for the Coyotes, who has frustrated the ass before. They did win one shootout back on February 1st. They've lost a shootout back on uh, January 14th, and the ass beat them 5 nothing the next night. So, you know, plus 335. I mean, we said it before, huge dogs like that, throw a half unit on it, see what happens. I'm not too, too confident in, in the Avs to cover that puck line right now. They barely did it against against uh, the Islanders. They couldn't really do too much against, against Vegas, still beat them by one despite getting outshot by 15. So I don't love the puck line at minus 160. You can probably get Arizona plus one and a half at plus odds, kind of like that. Or just possibly look at the over here. Six and a half plus 100. The Avs can put up, put up four or five. Arizona can score two or three there to get, get, get you to seven or eight goals.
1: Boys, I feel like we had this exact conversation last uh, last show when we were talking about Colorado against New York. And we were saying, I don't know if they can cover the puck line. And I said, I think we're overthinking it. And sure enough, they won that game 5-3. It was a greasy cover of the puck line, but it still counts. I see this team just beating the wheels off Arizona, man. Especially since last game, they lost 3-2. That was like, what, like a couple weeks ago? That's got to be fresh in the memory, man. So I'll, I'm i very confident taking Colorado on the puck line here, minus 160. Also, I find sometimes on like Betway, you can like, they have like a bet. It's like the puck line and the over or puck line and the under. Uh, I'll probably sprinkle that. Fuck, I don't know. I, I guess the over, I don't love it at 6.5. But yeah, fuck it. I, I can see it happening. Let's go. I see Colorado just going in and beating the fucking wheels off this team here. Revenge game, baby. Let's go. Uh, Moving out to the 10 p.m. slot again. Final game on the Thursday docket. Kind of a shit game for the last game on a heavy slate. But we got the Montreal Canadiens against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Montreal on the money lines paying off plus 330. Calgary on the money line minus 410. Uh, Flames on the puck line paying off minus 165 over under. Sitting at six over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Uh, Ryan, finish up the slate here, buddy. What do we got?
0: Yeah, I th- I think Montreal's magic has kind of run out here. We saw we saw them come back from that four-zero deficit to tie it at four against Winnipeg, gave up four more on a row to lose eight-four. So their winning streak ended at five. And you know the Flames, they're they're just so good right now. I mean they lost that they had that one stinker in Vancouver there, but besides that, they've just been incredible. Nine out of ten wins since the All-Star break. Eight of them were by at least two goals. The one win that wasn't was against Seattle, who kind of played some close games there. Uh, Montreal's Seven of our last nine losses were by at least two goals. So I think this is one of those games where you just don't ever think it. Take the Flames on the puck line, minus 165, and they'll get the job done.
2: Yeah, I don't know if their magic is quite gone yet. I think that they're a better team against the Jets in the last game. But that said, uh, they're going against a much better team in the Flames here, um, who are going to be more prepared for them, I think. Uh, The Canadians caught a few teams off guard, uh, hence their upsets. But they haven't played better, so I've, the line is just uh, a little too high for me to uh, bet Calgary here. I would lean to the, uh, the over instead, although we could get the Hamburger back in net. And, you know, I'm not fading that guy. Love that uh, Andrew Hammond. Um, and, of course, Mark's from the other side. So it's a little uh, scary to bet the over there, too, if, if uh, we get those guys in net. But if it's Samuel Montempo again, fuck. Flames team total all the way and unleashed because uh, <laughs> on, on, on leash, uh does not have it at least uh hamburger can go on stretches of elite play, but i don't think we'll ever see that from uh old sammy m um yeah that's all i got for this this uh game
1: i was digging and digging and digging and trying to find something worth playing here but there's really nothing right like calgary puck line is to play um, over six, you know, with the push in play as well. That might be the way to go. Paying off minus 115, that's all right. Fuck, I don't know, Calgary team total, I guess. What's that sitting there? like four and a half, maybe four? A- any one of those, like that's got to be it. Other than that, I-, I really don't know what else you would play here.
0: We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters fell one game short unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap. PropSwapers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets, like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first-deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, boys, that covers our Thursday slate. Move down to the Friday. We got seven games here, man. I feel like this is a this is like a like, maybe like a couple. Make up games, throw them in the schedule. Let's pump this out, right? But we got seven games on the Friday. Uh, the time of recording, we do not have lines yet. Uh, with that being said, we'll do what we always do. We'll run through the games, see if there's anything we'll uh, look out for, and uh, and we'll go from there. So kicking things off in the 7 p.m. slot, we got a Pittsburgh Penguins against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself was in Carolina. Uh, both teams on the second night of a back-to-back, I believe. Uh, yeah, with Carolina playing Washington and Pittsburgh playing Tampa. Fuck, man, this could be a little bit of a... I don't even know what to think here. Like, I guess you want to take Carolina, maybe just because they're at home. That might give them the advantage, but Pittsburgh's no slouch on the road, man. They got a pretty good road record as well. I don't know. I fuck it. I guess give me the Canes.
0: Yeah. I I think you have to look the Canes way just because they have better goalie depth, even though Joel said Pittsburgh has started jarring on both halves of back to back. I think that'd be a big, big workload for him. So, Especially, especially against Carolina, I think Carolina will be decent sized favorites here, but I think they'll probably be worth taking it. Especially if I I could see Ranta starting on Thursday, and you, then you get Anderson against Pittsburgh, try to try to lay the hammer down. So yeah, give me uh, give me the Carolina here at home on Friday
2: night. Yeah, it's hard to bet this game, and uh, both teams are on a back to back. Hard enough when one team is, but when both teams are, it's uh, almost impossible. But uh, absolutely, if this was just a normal game, both uh, starters and net, I would take the Canes all day long. I think they'd be about the same number as they are against the Caps here, even at home. One minus one thirty. Um yeah, there's there's a bit of a um, a regression possibly coming for the Kings with the uh, their uh bottom eight, I think, in expected goals against. Um, so could be some goals coming if, if Freddie Anderson doesn't keep playing the way he is, but uh that said I I'm still I still love them. Um uh, great team. Great penalty kill. Um and great power play. So th- this team is they have the goods. And uh even with Crosby and them on the other side, uh yeah, I just I just like Gaines as a much better team overall.
1: All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the New Jersey Devils against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh I like I guess you gotta take the Rangers, but like I don't know, man. Devils have been kind of surprising some teams lately. I would say you know, Devils have a shit awful road record at eight seventeen and two, but like New York's that's not is that even a road game really? Was it like a thirty minute drive? I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how distance works in the states. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll take uh, I'll take the Devils as a dog here. Stranger things have happened, man. Igor Shostakin's been absolutely incredible, but uh, yeah. will I'll, t- I'll sprinkle that a little bit.
0: No, uh, you got to take your in here as, as long as he's starting. He's He's been incredible, especially at home. All devils haven't have been great on the road recently. They lost 8-5 in Chicago, 4-3 in Columbus. So you got to go with the Rangers here. I mean, they've won the past uh, seven meetings, I believe. it counted of before. Yeah, seven meetings, including 4-3 in a shootout this season. So they have their number. I mean, the devils aren't much better this season than, than they were last season. Rangers feeling good after they win against the Blues. I think they'll keep that riding there. And I think I'll get back to what they normally play with an under game.
2: Talon made me think of uh, old Tony Soprano going back and forth from New uh, <laughs> York City. I think it took a little more than a half hour, but uh, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the it's kind of like an over team versus an under team here. Um, and uh, when that happens, it's often just uh, – a matter of goaltending. Um, and, of course, you want Josturkin for that. But they're going to be big favorites here. Uh, maybe parlay the Rangers, and the Under. I think that's uh, correlated. So, yeah, that that's, that's all I got here. Uh, yeah, just a strong defensive team with uh, elite goaltending, playing a, a team with very little structure and discipline. Just uh, balls to the wall, see if they can score some goals. And uh, in those type of games, you want the disciplined team. So give me the Rangers.
1: I just got the fucking Sopranos intro song, buddy, right in my head. I love it. Uh,
2: All right, moving down to the
1: 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Tampa on a back-to-back here. I don't think it's going to matter, no. Tampa's going to beat the fucking wheels off Detroit. Uh, Maybe the over, though. Like if Brian Elliott's in net. Um, Detroit does have some offensive firepower. They're a terrible road team with uh, that being said, man, sometimes you can score goals, right? So if the over sitting at six, maybe even six and a half. Fuck it, I'll lay, I'll lay uh, some money on that.
0: Oh yeah, you absolutely take the over, especially if Brian Elliott's starting. I mean, even even if not, I think I lean that way. Yeah, I go with Tampa at home as well. But the over, I mean, Detroit's had three straight overs and seven of their past eight. Tampa Bay's had four of their past five games go over the total. They scored five five last time against Ottawa. I can see them doing similar against a bad Detroit team that's not good on the road. So, love the over if Elliott starts. I like it still if Vasilevsky somehow starts against Detroit and not against the, the better team uh, in Pittsburgh on Thursday. But it should be Elliott, and I love the over. agreed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking better than the past, buddy. We'll take that all day long. <laughs> All right, moving down to the seven PM slot, we got the Los Angeles Kings against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus, boys. Nope, give me the fucking Kings. No way of taking Columbus in this game, man. LA, uh, what are they second in the Pacific right now? Five points behind Calgary. Obviously, they got three games. So Calgary has three games in hand. Fuck it, man. Kings are kind of heating up at the right time of the year too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, give me LA. Now it probably won't be paying off too much money line, but like maybe a regulation is the play. Maybe puck line if you're feeling a little spicy. But uh, yeah, I'll find some way to bet LA in this game.
0: I, I think I just lean to whoever the dog is here, and it, it could be LA with Columbus. Columbus being at home, they've been kind of good recently. LA had had two two back to back losses now, including tonight against Dallas when I was on them as road dogs. So. We got blown out seven seven nothing by Boston before that, so yeah, I would lean to whichever team is is the dog here. Just it's pesky season, go with the dog.
2: Uh Kings will not be the dog. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to bet the Jackets. Uh, All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm on the Kings even as a favorite. <laughs> um, they're just playing much better hockey. They got a bit lucky today against the the Stars. And, of course, they got shelled against the Bruins 7-0. That was a shellacking, but uh, it's not going to happen here. They're just a better team. So, uh, yeah, they're actually number one in um, shots against per game. So, they're they're limiting chances to the other team. And uh, Anze Kopitar, of course, having a bounce-back season with uh, Phil Dano Carrying some of the load defensively. He doesn't have to do all the work there, so he he can – uh, put more effort into the offense. So, uh, yeah, I just, I like the, the Kings here um, uh, in every way. I mean, the Blue Jackets, they, they can score. I mean, Liney's hot right now. Um, but uh, that said, I'll just take the better team.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Give me Line A uh, total shots, whatever it is that's hit the past three times. I bet it. I'm fucking keeping it going until it doesn't. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here, gentlemen. We got the Minnesota Wild. On the road against the hottest team in the league after tonight. The Red Hot, the Juggernaut, the fucking Juice-laying, Queen-slaying Buffalo Sabres at home. Game itself is in Buffalo. I don't know, boys. Do you take the Sabres? Do you take a flyer out? They just trimmed up the Leafs. Fuck no you don't. Minnesota on the second night of a back-to-back, it's not going to mean shit. They're going to pump the Flyers on the Thursday. They're going to go and beat the fucking wheels off the Sabres on the Friday while they're currently on a four-game losing streak. They're going to turn that into a two-game winning streak pretty damn quickly. Now, how do you play them? That's the real question. I mean, puck line might be the only way here. I doubt regulation will be paying off too much. Maybe you'll be able to get like a minus 190. I really doubt it with the way that the dog's been paying off lately. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Minnesota puck line.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. And I, and I meant to mention this when we were talking about the Wild Flyers game. I mean, it doesn't really matter who. The wild start. I mean, Kakinen's been playing a lot better recently. Over the past ten games, nine nineteen save percentage compared to Talbot's eight eighty three, but Talbot has a better track record. So like it doesn't really matter either way because there's there's recency bias versus just an overall better goaltender. But yeah, you gotta go with the wild here. I think they're not gonna fraud it up like the Leafs did. I think you go with the Wild on the puck line.
2: Right. Uh Ryan. Uh, took what I was gonna say there, but uh I'll add that it could be a blessing in disguise because I think the Kackman is the better goalie this year than uh, old Talbot. So uh, if Talbot starts the uh, the first game and Kackman the second, I think that's actually better for them. I don't know why Talbot's still considered the starter, but anyway, that that's good for them. And uh, yeah, it's just a huge letdown spot for the Sabres after beating. Um, well, I guess the Leafs are like a semi-rival, right? So yeah, that, that's <laughs> a huge win for them. And uh, <laughs> and. <No>. Uh, <laughs> No. Well, the Leafs don't really consider anyone their rival per se, right? Maybe, <laughs> if maybe
1: we did, teams. it would be Buffalo.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might be a, a one way rival, okay? But I'm sure they enjoyed that win over the Leafs. That said, uh, yeah, just the the wild. Uh, you got to take the wild here, even on a back to back.
1: All right, moving on to the APM slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, game itself is in Winnipeg. Oh, boo, fuck. Uh, I feel like the Jets will be dogs here, obviously. I don't know, man. Fuck it. I'll I'll take a flyer out of Winnipeg at home. You know, Mark Shifley will uh, have another shitty fight that you can't even call a fight, get taken down, and he'll rally up the fans, get them fucking going a little bit. I don't know. Uh, To me, this is a pass game, if anything. But if I had to pick, I'd... uh, Fuck it, dude. I'd sprinkle, uh, I'd sprinkle the jets, and also I'd sprinkle the under too, man. Like Connor Halibut hasn't been that great to start off the year. His numbers are coming around a little bit, but we all know what the guy can do, right? Like there's no reason he can't step up and have himself a great night too. So I don't know. I, I hate this game, but I would take jets and the under if I had to.
0: Uh, I, I hate this matchup so much. I, I despise this matchup, especially with the stars on the road. If they're at home, you can say okay, Dallas is, is pretty good at home, but on the road, they're they're not a good team. Winnipeg, I don't know what to make of them, but I do have a play for this game. Uh, I, I ta- I'm i taking the draw here. They've met three Ooh. times so far this season. All three games have gone to overtime or a shootout. So what? give me the draw here. It's going to be a, and their last four dating back to 2019. So take the draw and uh, root for some uh, boring third period and go into overtime.
2: Feels like this game has been played like 20 times a season. I mean... I'm with you guys. It is getting a little stale here because, um, yeah, this is the Spider-Man meme game. We're just like the same freaking <laughs> Um Same freaking game, too. So, yeah, just the uh, stars are healthier. They're playing better. They are the better team overall, I'd say. But you never know when they, they could just they just don't show up like they, they they can look so bad some games. But awesome. And others, uh, similar for the Jets, uh, they really should have lost that game with the Canadians. They didn't really deserve that win. Considering the difference between the teams, um yeah, just uh I'll take the stars here. Lean to the stars, but I, I do like that drop play. I mean, uh you could also do like a a double chance where uh you bet the bet the dog and uh if they win or it goes overtime, you win the bet. So uh that's just that'll just get you better price than the plus one and a half. Um yeah, that that uh, that that's yeah, that's that's all I got here. Freaking draw. <laughs>
1: I love how that draw we, play.
2: How
0: did we miss this obvious play here? So we have the stars. Where are stars? They're oh, over. shit! <laughs> we got the jets. Where do jets fly? Over oh. us. Go with the over here. We're going to go 3-3 into overtime. We're going to get the draw and the over. There we go.
1: Fuck yes. I love that play. We're on the fucking draw. We're on the over. 3-3, 4-4, going into OT, Winnipeg winner. Absolutely love that. Fuck, that gets me going, boys. That's insane. Uh, Moving out of the last game we got on the docket here on the Friday night. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against who other than the fucking Anaheim Ducks at home in the Quack Palace. Game itself was in Anaheim. Ryan, finish us out here, buddy. What do we got in this game?
0: Quack! Yes. Give me the fucking ducks here at the Where Quack else? Palace, Vegas on the second half of a back-to-back after a uh a tough game on Thursday night against Boston. They're gonna have beat be down after losing that one after starting Rob Robin and going go to the backup goalie there, and I'm had, had a good win uh against Boston at or yeah Anaheim had a good win against Boston. Uh, they're they're they've been up and down recently, but at home they've they've been okay. So. At the quack palace here I, I could see them potentially being dogs so yeah give me the ducks here at the quack palace i love it
2: right uh both teams not playing great these days but yeah you guys are on the ducks i guess i'll be on the ducks too um <laughs> not to look at the price but uh yeah yeah definitely lean ducks at this point you've, you've seen yourself the backs back and all that vegas um maybe the over two uh given how poorly the the Ducks goalies have played lately. And the same thing I said about the uh, Knights-Bruins game, just the the Knights give up a lot of chances, but they also create a lot of chances, and the goaltending isn't special either. So, uh, yeah, Ducks on the over for me.
1: Absolutely love both those plays. You know the Ducks are going to be dogs. I don't give a shit. I love them at home in this game in the Quack Palace. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights coming off a rough uh, slate against Boston. They're going to be hurting uh, Lauren Brassois. He's going to get his fucking tits lit. So give me the over on that play, too. Uh, yeah, man, this is uh, this is awesome. If you're looking for something to justify a bit, too, you know, maybe you're not too sold on Anaheim in this game. Boys, they got a division record of 9-6-3. and three. That's uh, that's not bad. A lot of that came early when they were on a pretty big or a little bit of a heater there. But, uh, yeah, I still love the Ducks in this game. I'm glad you're on the same page. It's a Friday night. We're betting the Ducks. You know that slack group's going to be quacking. You got to take the Ducks here.
0: You also got the... Uh... The Knights on the second half are back-to-back. They've lost their three in, in, in this occurrence. They lost to the Avs, 3-2. They lost to the Flames, 6 nothing, And they lost to Carolina, 4-3 in overtime. So, even more reason to take the Ducks.
1: Fucking mortgage the house, baby. That's cool. Um, all right, boys. That covers up our show for uh, the Thursday-Friday slate. So, we'll move into our Immortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals here. uh Joel, why don't you read off where we stand here, bud?
2: Well, we had our uh, players-only meeting last episode. I called you guys out <laughs> said, you fucking suck. And uh, we turned it around, so it looks a little better now. Uh, Talon's uh, down to minus 8.42 units. Ryan, he'd uh, knocked a chunk <laughs> off his deficit, minus 20.54 now. And I'm sitting uh, just above level at plus 2.81 units.
1: All right, we're clawing to get back to even, buddy. We're clawing to get back to even. We'll see what we can do by the end of the year. Uh, I don't know.
2: Uh,
1: Joel, you go first, buddy. You're in the lead here, man. Kick her off.
2: I'm going back to the well. going to the Oilers. They're having a great road trip, and I think they can finish it off with a win here. Just minus 150. Minus 150 is just not, not short enough for me to ignore that. So uh, going with the better team there in the Oilers. And the dog will be the... The Penguins plus 150. Same kind of thing. I think that that should be lower, maybe like plus 130, plus 135 ish, but plus 150. Love the Pens there in that spot. Uh, it'll be a tight checking game. I think that uh, they could be an overtime game too. So maybe fuck another draw. Um, My total will be uh, over five and a half in the Bruins Knights. Uh, I've been saying it all episode. Knights, yeah, just uh, great chances and they give up chances and bad goaltending. So, uh, Easy play there for me, over five and a half, minus one fifteen.
0: All right, um, I'm looking to keep going here for my lock. I have the Minnesota Wild in regulation at minus one thirty five at the Flyers. Flyers could not score last game against Edmonton. I don't really think it matters who starts Talbot or in. They're they're not going to get it done here. Wild just have have too much depth, and I like like that price there, at minus one thirty five. My dog, I took a big dog last show, going with the uh, tiniest of dogs here, the Canucks, plus 100 at the Islanders. You're going to have Thatcher Demko. He's, he's been great for them, for the Canucks. Islanders coming back from a long road trip. I think the Canucks will upset them there on the road. My total, the uh, Canadians, Flames, over six at minus 115. calgary has been scoring a lot of goals, especially against bad teams. They've scored five or six themselves, if not seven, over the past 10 games. Montreal's coming off a game where they gave up eight to Winnipeg. So you could see Calgary scoring four, five, or six in themselves with Montreal chipping in one or two to help out for the over six.
1: All uh, right. For my luck, I got the Carolina Hurricanes money line against the Washington Capitals, paying off minus 135. Love Carolina in this game. First night of a back to back. You gotta think they're gonna be uh gonna be looking to crush the caps. Also, guys, Capitals have an eagle on their jersey. You ever seen a bird try to fly into a fucking hurricane? They're not gonna stand a chance. They're fucked. Carolina money line all the way. Uh, For my dog, give me the Blackhawks versus the Edmonton Oilers, plus 130. I love Chicago in this game. Duncan Keith coming back to Chicago, gonna be a big night for the Oilers, right? Wrong. Marc Andre Fleury's a heartbreaker, but he's gonna say, not a chance. Give me the Blackhawks money line as a dog at home. Uh, And for my total, Ottawa Senators versus Florida Panthers over 6.5, paying off minus 120 goals all around this game, but might as well call themselves the Ottawa goals against the Florida goals in the Florida goal arena. Cause this game is just going to be goals, goals, baby red light special. Let's fucking go. Love the over 6.5 at minus 120. Uh, boys, any consensus plays here? Uh, Ryan, I love your, uh, your lock here, man. Minnesota regulation against Philly. Yep.
0: Yeah, I thought all three of our locks would be consensus plays, but then you went went and took the uh, Blackhawks. So, I mean, love the Hurricanes minus one thirty five. I I don't yeah. hate Pittsburgh as a dog. I don't know if I would call that like a consensus play, but it's it's definitely a good value play there.
1: I like Boston I was, Vegas over.
0: I was gonna say I like Boston. I'm surprised none of us took that as our lock because that that's a great price for them. Hmm.
1: Good point. Even on the Friday slate, right? We were all on the Ducks. We were all on the cur- Hurricanes against the Penguins too.
2: All I on the know. draw on the Stars Jets.
1: All of the draw on <laughs> the Stars and Jets game, but a greasy play. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that covers it. Anyway, any of those parlay, any of those, whatever way you want, we'll uh, we'll be on board. <laughs> all right boys that covers uh that covers everything we got here man uh go check out the sports gambling podcast network website uh like we ryan touched on it earlier man march madness right around the corner for college hoops uh, college baseball firing up. A constant USFL uh, information coming out. That league's going to be an absolute blast. Obviously, there's NHL stuff. NBA is rocking and rolling. Uh, baseball, NMLB can't get their shit together. Shocker, not. They stink. Uh, good golf coverage going on. MMA. They got it all, man. Sports gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Go check it out. Listen to the other shows, too, man. Absolute blast. Uh, and of course boys shout out to all of our friends and pals in the sports gaming podcast network slack group especially the hockey channel man it's been fucking popping up it's an absolute blast i'm gonna throw in my khl picks after we're done you know editing this show and shit get that going for tomorrow uh fuck man that place is astonishing if you're not in the slack group get your ass in the slack group man
0: yeah and, and we don't shout out enough but the sports gaming podcast network has an app it's just sgpn search for it and then you can get all the shows there all the picks there are the articles everything you need just in a very convenient spot there and yeah i mean it's been a big month for us in february hope we can we can do more in march and uh it, it helps out if you guys subscribe to the podcast so uh, you can search hockey gambling podcast wherever you listen to your podcast if that's on apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s and uh leave us a five-star rating and review so we have something to uh, pump our tires up with next show
1: yeah if you guys don't leave us a review we're gonna fill that time slot with me talking about the Leafs for three minutes every show and nobody wants to fucking hear that all right so leave us a goddamn review let's go even if it's shit we'll read it whatever I don't care tell us uh tell us we can improve that's always cool too or pump our tires and get us feeling good uh all right everybody my name is Talon Jenkins you can find me on twitter at talent underscore 94 what's my twitter I don't fucking know at talent underscore Jenkins 94
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at
2: rgilbert.sop. I'm Joel Meyer. And you can find me blowing up the juice as I try to wean myself off the booze. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>